party people. This is episode 13 of the Whatnots Review Show. This is a show where every week we find something to entertain ourselves. A movie, a TV show, a comic book, a manga, an anime, a narrative podcast, all sorts of things. Anything we can absorb in a week, we read it, we watch it, we listen to it, and then we come back here and we have our little book club to discuss it. I am your co-captain, Melissa Wilkinson. I've been co-captain for a little while now, but this is my maiden voyage, actually saying the words <laughs> at the beginning of the episode. Normally, that job goes to my fellow co-captain, Kyle Springer. Hello. How's it going? And we have a special guest joining us today. <laughs> we have a special guest joining us today. There's a lot of new special things about today's episode. It's very exciting. We have a guest. This is my brother, James. Howdy-do. Woo-woo. Oh, I can't believe I said howdy-do. <laughs> Special guest. Do you, <laughs> do, you, do you want a cooler podcast introduction? No, that I'm stuck with that now. <laughs> You're the howdy-do man. I'm the, oh, no. In a world where howdy-do is, is the greeting of choice for everyone. <laughs> you know, that's not a bad land. That's probably the better world for us. Everybody is a marionette. Whoa. <laughs> And he is here because our topic for this week is the film Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. Yes. The 2017 film by Luc Besson. And this is one of your favorite movies. It is. I, so I worked at a, long story short, I worked at a comic book shop and we've been getting in the habit of always seeing new comic book related movies Thursday nights before. And me and my buddy went in seeing this knowing not not knowing what to expect, and we were stunned. We loved it. it Interesting. Was, yeah, I was. We were ecstatic. We were giddy in the theater. I think. Mm -hmm. That's cool. I my my only relation to this is we had a listener of a a previous like version of this podcast. Um, and they they suggested the comic book to us because we were looking for foreign movies and foreign comics and stuff like that. And they were like, oh, you guys need to do Valerian. Uh, and and I was like, okay, I will put it on my list, but I don't, I don't know when we will get there. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but uh, yeah, so we, we, we had the comic book recommended to us. So that's, that's kind of all I know it from. It's like, oh, there's a movie now. Sweet. Um, but I'm I'm excited to have you on, Jams, because I have not heard the greatest things about this movie. So I'm I'm oh. yeah I'm I'm wondering why it's so special to 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 you and what you know what what makes it stand out. Hmm. Um, so I'm I'm sh I'm sure we'll get into that a little bit more in detail soon mm -hmm. soon here, but um, yeah. You are here as this film's advocate. <laughs> <laughs> I am down for this role. <laughs> uh. So we've got quite an interesting little discussion we're starting up here. Uh, if you're listening to us on the podcast, you might not know this is a live show. We are recording this live every Sunday at noon Eastern and Central Time here, where I am in the Midwest. You can go over to twitch.tv slash the whatnots. You can watch us, you can talk to us, we can chat back at you. It's a whole little party that you can join in on. Yes. But if you can't make the live stream, that's what the podcast is for. We release it as a podcast a week later, and it also goes up on our YouTube channel. Join the party. We also, 
Yes, we also have ways you can get it even earlier than that with our Patreon, but I will talk about that towards the end of the show. Let's get into what this thing is about to begin with, because Valerian in the City of a Thousand Planets is quite a title. James, uh, Jams, would you... (laughs) I practiced, but I didn't practice enough. Jams is my preferred uh, name for, to explain that, that, uh, (laughs) that thing. Yeah, sorry. Would you like to explain to us the basic synopsis of what this story is? Do you want the synopsis for the movie or for the concept of, like, how, how it exists in pop culture? Oh. Can we do a little bit of both? Yeah. Wait, okay. Since, uh, since we're, since we're t- talking about the movie, let's go with that first. So we wanted to talk about the history a little bit first? Oh, well. I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> that sounds g- g- I mean, good to I'm, me. I'm sure we'll, we'll, we'll mention a little bit more in detail further on. But yeah, Valerian is a comic book that started in France. This is a French comic originally, and it's uh-huh. only uh, not too recently. I think in the last 10 years it's been adapted over to English. I may be wrong about that, but I know they've been re-releasing a lot of the comics in bigger formats. Uh, but the comic started in 1967 and ran wow. until 2010. Wow, I didn't know it was that long. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a pretty long it one. I mean, it takes a little bit to produce comics, but... Uh, yeah, this was definitely a very influential comic for... Sorry? They've been making it for a while. A hot minute, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but they've been... It's been a very influential movie for... Or a very influential comic and story for a lot of creators in France. It's influenced people that like worked on Star Wars. It's influenced mm. a lot of other big things you wouldn't expect. Like, it's definitely a big in, uh, influence on Luc Besson, the director of this movie. Mm-hmm. He was a fan of the, of the comic before he started directing the movie. <laughs> but the, the concept of it is we have our two uh, space word heroes. Mm-hmm. They are, uh, I think it's Major Valerian and Lieutenant Laureline. I think it's Laureline? Laureline? Laureline. Laureline, thank you. Yeah. Uh, I've watched the movie. I should know. Uh, <laughs> I feel like at one point they said both of what I think we they just did, said. too, yeah. So, I don't know. I'm, it's casual. They're casual with it. Yeah. She doesn't care. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we follow them. They are uh, spatial uh, temporal agents. They In the comics, and it's not mentioned here, but they do travel in time and space as part of this government agency in the distant future of, I believe it's 2147, uh, which sounds closer than, than it appears in the movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. It looks like centuries ahead of us. <laughs> it, yeah. <laughs> and in the, the movie, we'll talk about that, but I really like how the movie brings us up to speed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you see just these two agents, they're part of kind of this government slash, like, you know, future agency just taking care of what needs to get done, like... There's an artifact missing. Send send Agent uh, Valerian and Loreline. Mm-hmm. There's an alien cat catastrophe catastrophe catastrophe. Thank you. <laughs> uh, going about send them out. So it's definitely got a full cast of characters, and you see a lot of influence from the designs and from the uh, other forms of media this is taken in the movie. So it's a very interesting story. In the movie, we see. Uh, there is an alien species that has uh, come to a unceremonious end, and this has an impact on uh, Agent Valerian as they find out they have a little bit of time to... Uh, uh, 
not very good at explaining things. Uh, <laughs> you got it. <laughs> I'm almost there. Uh, I'm just trying to think. Because the, the plot does jump around a little bit at the beginning of the movie, but... Yeah. You... There's the the alien species was unserious, unceremoniously uh, canned, we'll say <laughs> canceled, <laughs> canceled, uh, and that has an impact on the rest of the world and on the rest of uh, the movie. As God, I'm just trying to get to like this awkward pinpoint of where the movie kind of starts. There is lower well, notes to this movie, and this is kind of one of them. Well, after af- after they kind of kick the can, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. we yeah, that's kind of when it shifts over to Valerian, and it, he, it's yeah. kind of our introduction to him, and we see them kind of on the tail end of a mission, uh, and then they they get a new, I guess a new one to to. Uh, protect the the i don't even know what you see it's difficult call him, right? what his na- na- name <laughs> is um well i'm i'm also just terrible with na- na- names so like military <laughs> ranks and stuff like that is just com- no uh uh-uh, nope <laughs> i'm i'm gonna get yeah. nowhere yeah. near just that agents. yeah um, yeah but there oh, yeah there's a conspiracy yeah stuff going back with like the, the government and, and mistakes. Yeah, yeah and so, so they're kind of a... tasked to investigate. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. that's the easiest way to put it. Yeah, this is a surprisingly complex plot. Yeah. So uh, if you haven't watched the movie yet, maybe you might want to take a break here. If you want to go find out for yourself, what is this plot? Why is this so complex? We're going to do a little spoiler warning. You can watch the movie. You can come back here. We will be right here waiting for you. The internet will not take us away. You can find us again and then you can listen to us talk about the movie and let us know what you thought. So yeah, uh, past the spoiler break. Welcome to the other side. This is Spoiler Full Zone. <laughs> Let's talk about how they died. <laughs> no, no one died. They survived. Hey, can I... S- one died. Can I pause you guys right uh, there real fast? Uh, I don't know if it's my connection or yours, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm getting very robot oh. voices from from oh. your end yeah uh so I, I, what's, what's happening to it robot voices it's slowing oh, down robot and, voices yeah is there how's your wi-fi here uh, i have good see. wi-fi why is that let's see are we still sounding like robots uh not at the moment Huh. Uh, but every now and then it will slow down and be hmm. like what is happening we were getting a little bit of that with you when we first connected, but I figured okay. that was just part of the connection establishing. Yeah, that'll happen to me every once in a while, and, like, it always seems to be fine. How long did it happen? Uh, it's happened a couple times, and it was for a few seconds. Let's see. Stream is looking good him. on my oh. end. Oh, where did he go? Um, You're frozen, and we can't hear you. Oh, no. I dropping oh, any frames. Oh. Hey, I am Come still on. here. There oh, you are. <laughs> we are having some technical difficulties. <laughs> we throw one extra person into the mix, and like the computers forget how to be computers. Guys, maybe I should go. This is <laughs> this is bad luck. I brought see. a pox on this house. No. <laughs> let's see if I'm not running that. Why is okay? Let's see. Let's see if things kick up now. I, I think. Are things good on your end? 
Uh, yeah, I can hear you pretty well. Like our audio levels look good. Okay, I'm 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 just gonna imagine things are good from now on. Mm-hmm. I had some yeah. random like, I not pop up, but like dialogue box that I had on my thing. So I'm wondering if it was that, uh, mm-hmm. but I c- closed it out now. So we'll see. We're good. Uh, <laughs> Spoiler warning done now. There we go. <laughs> so do we want to talk about Valerian, the the movie as a whole, and, and what we thought about it, or? Yeah, I mean, what did you guys, obviously, James, I, I know you loved it. I did. <laughs> um, so, Melissa, what did you think? Uh you brought this movie over to our family and we all watched it together on yes. like Thanksgiving. Us and our parents sat down and just had like a good sci-fi night. Yeah. And I was very glad That's you were fun. able to talk them into letting us watch that. Yeah, I think they were they were they know Fifth Element. So I'm like, "Hey mom and dad, <laughs> this is like this is Luke Besson's other film." It's another weird <laughs> sci-fi had... film. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd seen it then and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it enough to like recommend it to you, Kyle, uh-huh. and be like, this is this has got a lot of layers that we could talk about, and so I just watched it again this week to pre- uh, get prepared for this recording, and I'm very intrigued to find out what you ended up thinking about it, Kyle. Yeah. Um. So I I mentioned I had heard not the greatest things, um, and I think that kind of lowered my expectations a lot. Uh, going into this film. I ended up liking it more than I thought I would. Um, Good. Nice. That said, I, I still don't know if it works. Uh, I'm, I'm really I'm really <laughs> glad to hear you say that. I <laughs> like it, it. I I think I think you mentioned it has a very complex plot and it's trying yes. to do a lot of stuff. And I think mm-hmm. overall, while it 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 ends up making sense i think it's just trying to cram a lot into a small space and i yeah. i wish there was more time to kind of explore exactly what's happening who all these different aliens are and all these characters um cuz i it, to, to me it just ended up kind of feeling a little bit shallow if that makes sense that's a good word for it. Yeah. But that being said, yeah, I, I mean, I think it's a fun sci-fi film. Like, it, you know, I don't think there's something I thought like, oh, this was bad. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't think there was anything that, that was like that in the film. And I think I, I ended up having a lot of fun. So, yeah. That's, that, that's exactly a big base reason for why I love the movie. It was just okay. a fun mm-hmm. romp, a fun adventure. That makes sense. Yeah. And it's so positive. Like this yes. isn't this isn't a dystopian future. It's a fairly utopian future future. Like there's a little bit of a crime underbelly, but it never gets that dark. No body really seems like they're in that much danger from day to day. Like there is yeah. the big battle that causes the destruction of Planet Mule, but other than that Life seems pretty okay. This isn't a, a world rampant with murder and destruction. And not I here like... at least. Yeah, yeah, at, yeah. At, at least it's not ex- explored all that much in this movie. Right. Yeah, and so I like that vibe of it. Just how positive and optimistic it feels. Which they start off with 
at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Like, I think this movie is one of the coolest beginning yes. scenes I've ever seen. Yeah, I do want to talk about this opening. It is one of the most original mm-hmm. world-building, like, introductions I've ever seen for a yeah. movie. I don't think this was in the in the comics the way they introduced this. Uh, a little, like, summary, like, you see, like, the history of man entering space and man establishing, like, you know, space bases and, and space stations. Those yeah. are what those are called, not space bases. Space bases. Space, space space stations. Trading spaces, space bases. <laughs> <laughs> space space sounds Which, like something if you had, like, an intergalactic g- game of tag or manhunt, you oh. know, and you're just like, where's the space base? <laughs> Hey, Belthar, let's go play some space base. <laughs> I'm on base. I'm on base. I'm safe. <laughs> I'm on Terra. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The, the opening is uh, so wonderful. You see, like, piece by piece, like, year by year almost, you see the expansion of one space station uh, expanding its technology, opening new nations from Earth. Mm-hmm. Like, you see, uh, like, what becomes a standard, like, someone op- going through a door... And shaking hands with like the current captain of the ship or mm-hmm. the captain of the of the station, and you see this throughout the course of Earth. Like everyone from Earth is on this big space space station. That's gonna be hard to say. Mm-hmm. Space station, but you he, you see the space station itself expanding in pieces as they kind of add pieces on. You know, yeah. in a, it, I guess that's how space stations work, but they add them on in perpendicular, like, like modular. Patterns. Yeah, yeah, it's like a yeah. big floating connects set. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> it's very space age, but like <laughs> after like I think a few hundred years, an alien ship comes by and docks with them, and you see the captain be like, "All right, we're doing this," <laughs> and and shakes hand with that alien species, and you get like more fast forward and technology's advancing, and you're seeing their uniforms update you're seeing like the environment around them update like to get more advanced and you're seeing more and more different alien species until it pans out and it's this giant like mass like half like i think it's like half or like a quarter the size of the planet Mm -hmm. (laughs) and they say it's too like like there's a rutger hauer plays the uh I think he's like the... He's the president of space. Yes, that's the... That, we'll go with that. <laughs> space Prez. Space yep. Prez. He's the Space Prez. And he's like, he makes an official announcement like, it's too big. <laughs> Guys, it's too big. It's stuck in our gravity. It's going to kill us if we don't get it out of here. So It's too big. Just across every newspaper headline. The, the too New big. York what Times. Do do? It's too big. That's no one what saw she the... said. <laughs> <laughs> that was on all of the, that was the second column on all yeah, the yeah. <laughs> uh so they're like we're gonna blast it off into space and we're gonna send our you know good, good you know godspeed and good luck yeah uh and they and they send a bunch of little rockets from earth and they all attach on there mm-hmm. like a big connect a dot <laughs> and it shoots off into space and that's kind of where it fades out and that's where we get like our next intro yeah and this scene is also entirely set to Space Oddity by yeah. David Bowie, which is a really good choice, because I feel like this is the future that Major Tom was dying for. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> and also, I just noticed this today, like, I'd seen this movie twice, and this opening is so good that, like, when I had time to kill this morning waiting for a recording to start, I'm like, I'll just watch the opening again. <laughs> the lines, uh... 
tell my wife I love her very much, she knows, are paired up exactly with Dane DeHaan and Cara Delevingne's names appearing on the screen. Oh, really? Yeah. And the That's whole, awesome. And, like, their whole subplot with each other is that Valerian's trying to get Laureline to marry him. Yeah. Like, oh, they they had it matched up perfectly, and I never noticed it before, and it's the tiniest touch, but it's such a great little mark of effort. Yes. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That this worked out really well. Nothing if, yeah, this movie is nothing if not all about the little touches. Yeah. Like, there's so much polish mm-hmm. on this movie. Like, you were talking earlier about positivity. Yeah. The amount of niceness. Yes. Like, the, the consideration and politeness. Like, I'm, like... I remember this specifically, but I made a note about this. Uh, we, like, there's a little bit more to the movie, but later on when we cut to uh, mm-hmm. Valerian and Loreline on their ship, their ship's name is Alex, and they they address it, and they say thank you yeah. to whatever Alex does, uh, and Alex is like, oh, you guys were, like, we're, we're still, like, on our way, so I let you guys have a little bit more hologram time. <laughs> like, the, the ship is nice to them, and, and, it, and they're nice to it. And you see that continue on a little bit more in the, like, general proceedings of the movie, and I really like that. Yeah, and I think that does a, a good job of making the villain really villainous when he is an outlier in this world, where this is a world where there most people aren't jerks. This guy is a jerk, and that's a big problem. <laughs> you big old jerk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, um, I, I, I liked... I, I think visually, which which is kind of why you pitch this, Melissa is like this is a visually yeah. stunning film, and I think there's there there is just a lot of little small things that I think you can you can dig out of the, of this of this film because um, it, it's it's a lot to look at, a lot of different alien species, lots of different colors and ins and outs of the spaceships and stuff like that. So. A lot of, a lot of cool, cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do we want to talk about uh, Planet Mule and the and that whole introduction <laughs> and and conclusion? Yeah, that's like we don't need to go through the whole movie like beat by beat, but that is a really interesting second scene. Like it's not until like the third scene of the movie where we actually meet our heroes. Yeah. But yeah, I think so Planet I, Mule is. I do kind of want to talk about that. Because um, yes. here, here was one of my my gripes with the film. I don't know okay. if they did a good enough job of making me care about Valerian. Um, I, they, yes, that's yep. the yes. Yep. And <laughs> he's I, really not likable right off the bat. He is not, <laughs> and I I think even by the end of the film, it's like, dude, you're a dick. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. But I I I think also starting the film off with or I guess not not starting it but having that that second scene be this alien species that we then kind of get to know and it's like okay now the the kind of expository scene of you know all the explanation of how we got to where we are now that's done now let's slow down and start watching this film and we're introduced to this alien species and i start to care about them and then it moves on mm-hmm. from them, so I'm like, oh, so I'm, I, is that, am I not supposed to really care about them, or j- 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 just enough to be like, okay, that will come up down the road, and so I, like, I kind of wanted to explore the film more from their perspective, of, mm-hmm. like, once at the end of the film we find out what these 
aliens did pass that um you know and that they were kind of living on this spaceship with without being detected and stuff like that like i kind of want to know that story like like how how did Mm -hmm. they do how did they live on this giant spaceship with no one actually really realizing that they were there yeah like like, over the course of what was mentioned as 30 years which does not seem like enough time for how far this you know small not small uh but like less to lo- less technologically advanced civilization yeah like yeah. they end up on a piece of like space wreckage that is safe somehow after the explosion mm-hmm. of a planet and they're floating in space and they learn everything they need <laughs> to work the spaceship get it up and running and then you know learn everything they need to you need to about the universe in 30 yeah. years yeah i mean that that said they are alien too so that while they might not be technologically advanced maybe they learned everything they needed to learn on their own planet already because they mm-hmm. like are highly a- adaptable or something like that yeah. who knows uh um, yeah yeah. But yeah, it's it's still weird. It's like 30 years and you learned all these languages and engineering and you you know all the you, right, yeah. you learned mm-hmm. this like cloaking and shielding technology that even the, these guys don't don't know about, you know. So it, yeah, yeah it, you like were able to evade the government. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I, I was kind of more inter, inter, interested in their story more than I was Valerian's. And yeah. the, I mean the, m- m- I I guess something that's interesting t- to note is that the comic book is called Valerian and Lorline, and the mm-hmm. movie kind of c- cuts her name off of this, and it's Valerian and the City yeah. of a Thousand Planets, and if if that's what your title is gonna be, like I feel like that's what I should be interested in the story. Mm-hmm. Like and I wasn't inter- interested in Valerian, and we didn't really get enough to of the city of a thousand planets to really be interested in, yeah. in it. Besides, it's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> um. So that that was kind of confusing to me. But how did you guys feel about that, Melissa? I, I saw you getting a little excited and shaking your head there when uh, I. W- I w- I wanted to talk about how. Yeah, her name is cut out of the title, but I like how Laurelaine really is as important as Valerian. Like, they have yes. equal screen time. Their yeah. faces are the same size on the poster. Like, she's just as capable as them, and they are, like, really good partners. And I think it's just the fact that they wanted cool sci-fi terminology in the title, but also, like, one short word people could use to refer to the thing. Yeah. That they ended up calling it Valerian in the City of a Thousand Planets, because Valerian and Laureline, not sci-fi enough, Valerian and Laureline in the City of a Thousand Planets. But it's not as hard to say as Valerian in the City of a Thousand Planets. Yeah. Now, this this abbreviation is actually not something they introduced for the movie, in fact. Uh, because the comic has been around for so long... At some point, and I was going to save this for later, oh. but in my research, I found out this was not the only adaptation of this comic. They also right. had an animated TV show Oh, for, yeah, for like, I think like 26 episodes. I think they had two seasons. Ooh. Yeah, and this was uh, produced and animated in France. It was, I don't think it has, it may have an English translation now, but it didn't back then. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that show was called Valerian, 
spatiotemporal agent. <laughs> there you go. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So I think this is a better title than that. Or you know what? It might have been even something else. I think it was like Valerian and like, a mouthful of words to make a really long title. <laughs> I think it might have been called like like space something. Space base. It was called Time Valerian Jam. and the Space Base. <laughs> it was called Time Jam Valerian and Loreline. <laughs> Time Jam. Yeah. Time Jam. There you go. Yeah. That's like, that I get sounds it. super super like early nineties. Welcome to Time Jam. <laughs> yeah, time that's jam. that's my favorite arcade game. It's right next to like the House of the Dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that costs eight quarters. Oh. We'll play that last. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel bad that a thousand planets got billing ahead of Laureline, but I get it. Yeah. Yeah, what my favorite part of this movie, outside of just the visual glitz and glamour of the entire thing, is their relationship, because I'm just a huge sucker for the investigative partners who like each other, and they bicker with each other as their method of flirting because they're not good at expressing themselves. Like, sure. that trope is one of my favorite tropes. And this is admittedly not even a great version of that trope, but it still is that trope, and so it still got me. It still got me, like, suckered right into the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, like, I I saw it in there, but I couldn't get pa- pa- past the fact that I was just like, Valerian, you're kind of a dick. <laughs> yeah, not even yeah, kind like of, it's but... a little too... <laughs> yeah, pretty dickish. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's too rough around the edges to be like, really successful like if somebody else was talking to me like oh i love bickering investigative partnerships like i hold this one in my own heart but i probably wouldn't recommend it to anyone it's not very well honed but i think both the actors do a decent job i feel like they've got fair chemistry with each other and also like the dialogue isn't quite as snappy as you would like out of something like this, yeah. but the choreography of them, like I think this movie was really good, not just at fight choreography, but just at like blocking and just the way characters like moved and interacted around each other. Interesting. Like when we see them at the beginning, he's like on the hollow deck and he's lounging in this like virtual beach and she comes over to him and he like flips her up on top of him and she's like, ah, not so fast. We have work to do. And then she like flips him back and they're doing this like physical dance around each other that is just really yeah. graceful and sharp and it looks really good. And I'm glad that they watch. put effort into that. Yeah. Um, uh, go ahead. I was I was gonna. Uh, oh no, uh, I was gonna say I really thought this was either going to be this kind of introduction to these two characters' relationship. Mm-hmm. Not going in knowing anything, we're mm-hmm. forced to learn who's right and who's wrong. Yeah. And I couldn't tell if that was the movie being bold, mm-hmm. like to just drop us into a situation which can just happen sometimes, mm-hmm. uh, or if that was just really awkward. I think it's a, it might be a little bit mixed with both. Yeah. What was yeah, awkward about, about it for you? Uh, just like the, I couldn't tell where the flirting was appropriate. Yeah. Like, you couldn't tell how long these people had been working together. Like, you find out, like, that they have, like, a good connection, mm-hmm. like, yeah. later on through, like, context clues, and, like, he says it a few times, like, I, I would only work with you, like, I'm only going to work if she's working. Like, stuff like that. But right off the bat, he's very 
he's flirting very hard and she's very not for it and I'm like I don't know how comfortable I should be with him <laughs> yeah as my protagonist yeah yeah it, like they do kind of leave you in a weird gray area for a couple minutes where you're trying to figure out like okay is this just how these two people are with each other or yeah. is he like legit not a great dude <laughs> yeah like I I kept going back to uh Han Solo and just the fact that he's often referred mm. to as this like mm. lovable scoundrel like he he actually is a scoundrel like he's he's uh you know he's d- d- doing things that might not be the best but he's at least he kind of has this lovable charm right and mm-hmm. I was like yes yeah you're a scoundrel but you don't have that lovable charm yet when yeah, is it coming? Quite. When is it there? And I, 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 I think it, it also kept throwing me off because when we're introduced to Han Solo, he is older, right? Like you can tell he's mm-hmm. he, like just yeah. just by his age. It's like okay, you've probably been in this business for a while, but both of these actors look very very young, right? And it's it's yeah. it seems more like the like the the teen sci-fi like heart throbs yeah <laughs> and, their age is very vague yeah and so to 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 have them i i think as the film progresses like y- yes you can tell that they have this chemistry and yes i'm supposed to think that they've had it for a while for a long long time um especially with how long his playlist is <laughs> yeah which is a weird thing to call that but uh yeah i mean just just like with with how how long that is and then to 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 see how their chemistry plays out and as much as they do kind of bicker and as much as she's kind of not feeling the kind of sexual inter- interaction and 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 flirting like i'm it it seems like i'm expected to think that they've been at this for a while and it, it, it just kind of threw me off for a bit. I was like, huh, interesting. But they're human, right? So they yeah. they should... Are, are <laughs> they older and they just don't look the part? Or are they actually aliens and we don't know it? And mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't know. What are, what are the social norms of this new yeah. civilization? Yeah. yeah. I mean, because they, 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 they also do mention that they are, like, mixing cultures and stuff like that. So... You know, yes. it doesn't necessarily mean that, like, what we're used to down here on, on Earth is the norm for them, like, 500-something years in the future, you know, uh, especially when they're, they're mixing in alien culture and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I kind of I kinda liked how young the protagonists <laughs> were, because there have been so many, like, YA, like, action adventure things lately like your your hunger games and your divergence and what have you i like that this was just a couple years older than that like okay this is a look at what if you took that like young adult action hero and you put a couple more years on them put more training on them put them in like a regimented society where they can actually like rank up to people and this is what those characters look like as young professionals like there's no other I can't point at any other story that is characters quite like Valerian and Laureline, where they are very young, like, battle-hardened professional <laughs> investigators. Yeah. <laughs> I want to I wanna mention something real quick. This isn't something that they talk about in the movie, 
Okay. But this is this is a, a fact about the comic mm. about Laureline. She's not from his time. Whoa. Yeah. Did you know this? Bum, bum, bum. No, I I did not. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I'm sorry, we got a little bit of skipping right there. No, you're fine. Um. Uh. Yeah. So Laureline is from 10th century France. What? Yeah. Interesting. Or maybe 11th century. Yeah. So I I mentioned that Valerian is is like a spatio-temporal agent. So he went back to the past to fiddle with something. This is the very first, I think the very first story uh, of the comic, actually, is him going back to, to 10th century France. He picks her up from Joan of Arc times? I think so, yeah. Whoa! And she's, hey, yeah, babe, she's we're going this, to uh... space. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I think she finds out, like, oh no, you're a time traveler. And he's like, well, can you curse on here? Yeah, go for it. Yes. Say whatever well, you fuck. want. <laughs> Yeah. I just stop and think for a minute because I don't, and I'm like, Kyle does, right? I say fuck all the time on here. <laughs> so yeah, Valerian's like, oh fuck, well, I, you're coming back with me. You can't know about time travel in 10th century France, so uh, also you're cute, so yeah. You're stuck this with me. This is what I want, like, right. the third Bill and Ted movie to be like, where they take those princess babes and they're like, we're gonna teach you the laws of time travel. So, and together all of them solve time travel crimes. Ooh. Time crimes. Time crimes. Time jams. <laughs> oh, I have a, oh, I have a relationship to, I have a relationship to I didn't think about that. That's your handle. It's my, ooh. <laughs> hey, the, there you go, that works. Time jams. Yeah, so... <laughs> so that's a weird that's not something that they really address but I can kind of see how that character mm-hmm. in the back of her head like I'm not really from here but I mean I'm down with these new space age ways yeah because yeah. they, they they kept especially the alien species uh, that we see at the start and at the end of the f- film who has the the little pearl poopers as I called them uh, I was like ah, it's yep. pooping pearls <laughs> And they um, just call it a converter. Yeah, a mule, a mule converter. I, it's a pearl pooper. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but they, they, they kept mentioning like wherever you go in space and time, you know, like they, they, they kept mentioning like and time, and time, you know. Right. I, and so like I that that kind of struck me as odd. So yeah, like I, I I didn't know that they also did stuff within the time stream and you know went back in time yeah. or forward in time or who knows what um so that's an inter- inter- interesting fact i'm wondering were they planning on making a sequel of this film or well do you know i don't it doesn't seem like it that's not really luke besson's style okay to do like a like a feature series of movies uh it's more his style to just like let's talk about this world all in one at one spot, which is maybe part of the downfall of why this feels yeah. a little jumbled together. Okay, yeah, because like, I, I, like for me, the, the the whole like interstellar, like military sci-fi stuff that is my that is my cup of tea. tea. Um, nice. Yeah, and and. So like I, I I feel like I should like this, and I do to an extent. But I like my thing was I, I just I don't feel like I got enough 
Like, yeah, they kept mentioning yeah. this whole, like, mm-hmm. and time. I was like, okay, okay, okay. like, what what does that mean? <laughs> our, our, Footnote our, time. Yeah. Footnote time. Note to self. Read yeah. up on that. Um, but, but like, it, like, even that and just the way that they're, like, that whole city of a thousand planets, like, it's in the title, but, like I mentioned, we don't get more of it besides like hey it's a thing it exists mm-hmm. and we ha- we we i mean we we have the, the the opening scene but beyond that like i don't really feel like i know its purpose it it felt like the humans were in charge still which mm-hmm. also seemed strange think... to me <laughs> yeah i think yeah. i don't know if they were in charge so much as like there was like a head of alpha and that happened to be humans but there was also a like a senate of you know aliens mm-hmm. and, right. and one of them was human and the nice thing actually in that scene is we saw one of all the aliens that all came and yeah. shook his hand and i really like i also really like that piece mm-hmm. of polish yeah um i i guess it was just weird to me because that was really the only like military thing that we saw so again it was like are, are the humans the military for this thing are they kind of in charge? Because he's making yeah. some big decisions on, like, hey, we're gonna. I mean, like, like you said, he's a jerk. <laughs> yeah. But uh, like the 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 bad guy, yeah, was like deleting species from the thing. Like, you know, he he's he's covering up his own bad decisions and stuff like that. But it 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 we don't get to see much of the ramifications of that outside of. The, the humans and like the like the species he deleted. Uh, the, the species is called the pearls, actually. The pearls. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the pearls of mule. Pearls yeah, that's mule. easy to remember. But yeah, so like for for people that are don't care about the spoiler wall, now that we're beyond it, uh, one of the commanders of this government, this uh-huh. like this who's ever running this big show. Uh, this this big top, uh, <laughs> they were part of a big war with another species, which doesn't get named. They don't say what the war was eh, or anything like that. Doesn't seem to really matter. There's yeah. just a battle. There's a big battle over the planet of Mule, and he makes a decision recklessly, knowing the the cost of this planet, but ignoring the civilization that is on it, and says, right. "We're gonna end this battle right now." By uh, firing nuclear missiles, I think, mm-hmm. or not, not basically, fission, yeah, yeah, fission missiles, and uh, he hits the ship that they're firing at, and then the ship crashes onto the planet and destroys the planet. Yeah, and we're seeing the uh, him, like from the beginning of the movie, like we also see him like having backup plans for when I when this is all gonna go to hell, like when everything's gonna come up to yeah. bite me. I'm ready to fight everyone about this. Yeah. Because, like, I, to me, it's having a detail like that battle above the planet, that's really neat. Like, I, I love that kind of world building. And yes. I, I don't necessarily need to know about it in the same way that I want to know more of, like, okay, who who is 
Valerian, you know, what is his motivations? Why is he doing this and stuff? Like, that's, that, especially in, like, an intergalactic sci-fi type of thing, like, that's to be expected. Okay, there's going to be some battle or war or trade federation, you know, (laughs) and, like, I, 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 guess the one detail that I did want to know more about that was, yeah, the military thing. Like, okay, it's humans fighting someone or something, uh, and... But then once we get past that, again, the only military thing we see is humans. So it's like, huh, I don't... This is it's it's it just strange. Like it, it it it's it's both like that to me doesn't necessarily drag down the movie, but it's just like, huh? I want to know more about that. Why why isn't well, it think, in this film? So I think it might be a little bit based on just this whole like space station was human based, mm-hmm. and aliens came and joined it. So I guess at some point humanity was like, well, this is uh this is getting. You know, we're getting too big for our britches here in this. I haven't used that phrase before. I don't know if I like that. Uh, that's a that's a dad phrase. I don't think I like that. Um, but yeah, we're 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 going a little bit over, overboard here. That's better. And and uh, he was like, "Well, we need to take charge." So uh, I'm sure there was some kind of like, "Hey, aliens, we're gonna like take care of this stuff since it was our first uh, core space station." Originally, it's our thing. Yeah. Out. Yeah, so I could understand a little bit of why it's human based. Yeah. Who knows? Who yeah. knows? I think this movie had it had so much going on and it was tricky to balance. We're going to make you know about and care about these characters, but also we have so much world building to deal with. Yeah. I really enjoy the world building. Honestly. Yeah, the world building is great, but it like it just brings up so many extra additional questions that you're like, wait, hold on, now how does that work? And <laughs> well, like there's too many questions raised for them to ever like really deal with all of them with enough time that is really needed. There, there is something interesting in the way they do that, though, is every time they introduce, and I, you notice this for the most part in, like, their first introductory mission where they're on Big Market. Oh, I love Big Market. So, like, that's oh, yeah. where I first see a, a, a trend in how they introduce technology, mm-hmm. uh-huh. is they'll, like, in, like, bring you up to it and say, this is kind of a little bit of, like, what this is. This exists in this world. Let's have fun with it. Yeah. We see a lot of that, like, coming into play as, like, now that we've introduced it, let's let's have fun with this concept. Mm-hmm. Like, Big Market is a market that exists in another dimension. Mm-hmm. So it's this big, empty corral on this desert planet with a bunch of, like, tourists yeah. and school buses. Yeah. <laughs> I noticed this. All the school buses have the same it's, interior. It's like, like, what if Mad Max happened in space? Yeah. And it was a mall. And it was a mall. Yeah. In a giant um. super mall. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a virtual mall. Like, you're just walking around this big, flat expanse of planes with a VR helmet on, and you're buying you're buying real goods virtually? No, you're, well, you're buying real goods, just not in your dimension. Yeah, yeah. And then there's a big, like, machine like they have at the airport that, that scans your stuff, except you put... While you're in that dimension, and they they have like a holographic projection of like what you look like in that dimension, or how you can exist in that dimension, yeah. and you put it through that machine, and you have it in your big desert corral. So, but yeah, they introduce that technology, and then you see 
Valerian kind of cheat the system and say, what if uh, I was in that dimension but they couldn't see me? Mm-hmm. Or what if I had a gun and the gun was the only thing they could see? <laughs> so I'm a floating gun. <laughs> And then he gets stuck as a floating gun, and that's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. Stuck as a floating gun is just a horrifying destiny. Ugh. Or the beginning of a buddy cop movie. Stuck as a floating gun! Yeah, like, I, I mean, <laughs> I voice. I think... What was your guys' favorite world? Because I think that, that planet okay. was my Ooh. favorite world. How, like, on the outside, it looked just like this barren desert planet but then they show up in like tourist stuff and it's and they're just yeah. like what are you doing and they're like we're supposed to blend in with the locals right <laughs> um but then but then yeah like there's this thing where it's like in another dimension on that same planet is where the mall actually exists and so they have to do this like phase shift thing between the two i'm like that's really cool i like that um, so, like, what was there a world or a place that stood out to to you? Because they had that one. There was, um, I guess, we saw bits and pieces as he was running through the city of a thousand planets. Uh, mm-hmm. We saw the yeah. like, it was like colonies. Yeah, yeah, and we saw the like red light district thing that they had there. I like, which I is like always that place. Space I like red light Valley a lot. Yeah, space red light districts are mm. always really fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think there was just like a Jessica Rabbit. Yeah. Yes. I, I knew you yeah, yeah, noticed all that. These... I was like, what in the world? That would that, that <laughs> I love strange. how many like we're in future space, but so many like modern like 20th century sexy things still exist like french maid outfits still hot in the year 2352 a couple galaxies away well this is a france project it is, it is a french project do they have french maids in france still i don't know why are french maids anywhere except france <laughs> that's their main export it's cheese wine maids, maids? and valerian valerian there, there you go um <laughs> Yeah, now so you're ready for that France France uh, book report. <laughs> <laughs> so what 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 were the worlds that stood out to you guys? Um, that's a that's a very good question. I really do enjoy the concept of big market. Mm-hmm. I love when things are in contradicting dimensions, but it works out. Like that was a very interesting mm-hmm. and cool concept. Uh, but yeah, I I think I just like the concept of like the city, like it's okay. just a big gridiron of different civilizations and I, I don't think I could pick one I would just want to sample each one as a as a civilization platter <laughs> okay yeah I love the visual design of mule just aesthetically mm. like the color palettes and textures it and everything really cool. that is working with uh, I love big market because it's a mall and these are two things I love most of all bickering investigative partnerships and malls <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Paradise Alley was also really cool. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Um, we mentioned Ch- Jessica Rabbit. Did you, did you guys ca- yeah. catch any other references that are in this? Because I didn't know... You, you mentioned the comic started in the 60s, I think is, is when? 67, 67. Yeah. So this was, yeah, before... 
uh, Star Wars before, I think, a lot of Star Trek. You can correct me if I'm wrong, because I know mm-hmm. absolutely nothing about Star Trek. Um, it sh- yeah, I'm pretty sure it's before um, mm-hmm. Star Treks. So this is one, as you mentioned, that has influenced a lot of sci-fi that we now know and love today. But I saw a reference to Star Wars in there as well. Uh, there is the scene where they fall into the trash compactor. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, so, yeah, like, did, did did you guys happen to catch anything else? I'm not sure what else is in there. I'm sure something from Star um, Trek is in there somewhere. They do the... the th- I didn't... Show ahead. Uh, sorry, I, I was going to say, I didn't see any other, like pop culture things in uh pleasure pleasure alley pleasure island paradise uh, alley Paradise Alley. the red it's all place. the same <laughs> the red light place the red light um, district yeah i do have a fun fact okay for uh something i didn't realize until i dug deeper on imdb mm-hmm. the intro where we're seeing all those captains giving different handshakes all of those captains are french directors and writers oh wow yeah oh, cool so there's that's kind of cute and one of there's la- one of them their last name is megaton like Megahead, like one of the last ones we see. Last name is Megatron. Megatron. <laughs> <laughs> oh, tie-in. Oh, <laughs> that's that's cool. Yeah. That's a little like bonus, like interesting look. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. It... There really is so much like love and attention poured into this film. Like I don't yeah. know if it's the best constructed story. The dialogue's not particularly memorable, but the way it looks and the way it just feels is really strong. And everyone, all the characters except for our protagonists, Uh I'm kind of endeared to. Yeah. The way they introduce side characters, I'm like, I like this guy. Yeah. Like Herbie Hancock and his, like, (laughs) his defense minister. Yeah, and, like, Bubble is there for so short a time, but... That's Rihanna, yeah. Yeah, we all love Bubble. haven't even mentioned Rihanna. (laughs) Yes, yes! Rihanna did a strip, like, not a strip, a like, burlesque. a burlesque, that's yeah. the right word, a burlesque show for Valerian at some point, <laughs> which was awkward when we watched this with our parents. I think I was so entranced, I, like, forgot the rest of the world besides yeah. me and the television screen. Forgot there was a mom next to you. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, I feel like that's kind of the point of that scene, because it's such a, like, like it, it has absolutely nothing to do with what's happening there. He he just kind of mm-hmm. gets dragged into this thing, and it happens, and he's like, "Well, yeah. she's kind of hot. I'm just gonna sit there and watch this thing." Uh. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, see a little bit of his his, his lady uh, killer like come out of him. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, it, yeah, yeah it, it, that it, was, it's it's that just, was also a really great scene. It, it's it's a fantastic scene and like her her performance is fantastic but yeah it's one of those things that's like well this is happening uh <laughs> i guess we're gonna sit there and watch yeah. this whole thing okay here we go yeah. thank you rihanna <laughs> <laughs> and there was also that whole scene with like the submarine and like yeah getting that's the getting the squid and talking to yeah. uh she calls so these three little gargoyle things. Can we talk about those real quick? Yeah, there's. I had, I had a point to make about those three little. It's like a duck bill that transforms into an elephant it's trunk. A, it's a space platypus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's some sort. Imagine some sort of a platypus. The uh, the shingaus. Shingaus. Yeah. 
uh, I I wanted to like the first thing I thought about when I was thinking about these, or I mean when I I watched this for the fourth time, but like the first thing I thought about this time was those guys are what if the Men in Black worms went into capitalism yes. and not coffee? Yes, they also reminded me of the Men in Black uh, worms. We are siblings. Yes. <laughs> what I wanted to say about those guys is that they're so money hungry. Like they have all this information that they collect and they sell and they trade for money. But I'm like, you guys, you don't wear clothes. Like, what are you going to spend no, this money they have, on? They have, like, fanny pack things. <laughs> are they going to buy better fanny packs? They'll be like, down at the speaking... red light, district that afternoon. <laughs> at the fanny pack store. <laughs> I guess so, because they were so eager to collect money, and it wasn't clear to me, like, what they wanted it for, and, like, what they were going to spend it on. I think they were just, like, going to spend it to bribe other people for more information, like, <laughs> yeah. like what they did with, with the ship captain. Sure. Who, by the who, by the way, that ship captain, his only other role that I recognized was uh, the role of Napoleon Bonaparte from Night at the Museum. <laughs> other than that, he's just a French actor. There you go. Yeah. Um, there's, yeah, there's, the, there's so much interesting... They, I, I feel like those three people, I, again, don't remember what they were called. Um, I feel like they were the ones that brought up the Star Trek reference because when they address the yeah. ship captain they don't say it exactly but they're they're like we hope you have a like a long life and we hope you prosper oh yeah and i was like okay yeah. it's a stretch but live long and <laughs> prosper you know or there's a head nod with a shrug yeah, yeah. it's like okay I, I i i can connect it like i can connect the dots in my head but you didn't say the exact thing which is fine you know right uh, oh, this isn't something that I feel like the, the movie is alluding to, but one thing The City of a Thousand Planets reminded me of was Pacific Rim. They're in Hong Kong or Singapore, maybe, and the way that city operates outside of the Shatter Dome, where people are just crowded together in these makeshift houses because kaiju keep destroying the city, and there's like that seedy underground where you <laughs> go find Ron Perlman. Oh, those things reminded me. <laughs> those things reminded me of each other. Yeah. In that weird, 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 dang it, weird world of G Gundam of like yes. whatever that is. <gasps> I'm a huge G Gundam fan, so. <laughs> yeah. I don't know anything about a Gundam. I learned one day, only. One day, I will educate you on some G Gundam stuff on this show. <laughs> deal i probably need it i'm like the only person of my generation that didn't see gundam wing and i feel behind my peers you definitely watched gundam wing if i did i don't remember i it. remember specifically us like you having friends over and they had gundam wing or, or like gundam wing endless waltz or something like that they showed it to me History but all is i remember is like a series of haircuts waltz. the three beats of war <laughs> peace and revolution continue on forever <laughs> Yeah, we will yes. we will have to do my Gundam education at some point. Definitely we'll make that a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um I I was gonna ask you guys, uh so I, I mentioned at the start, I don't really feel like the title of this show fit well with what this movie was. If you had to rename this f film, what would you rename it as? Let's let's oh. figure that out. Cause it's I, too big. <laughs> it's Valerian. Too big. It's too big. 
or <laughs> Valerian eyebrow raise. V- yeah, Valerian and the pearl pooper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you guys have any suggestions of what this this might be? I mean, time jam doesn't work, but yeah. space jam is taken. Space jam is taken. Uh, so time Valerian jam. and Laureline's bogus journey. <laughs> there you go. That 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 works <laughs> well. This is, just, this is just flirting the space opera. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, do you guys have any kind of final thoughts or recommendations? If if you guys liked this. Um, what well, else I kinda you wanna, might I kind of want to talk about uh, the reception of this movie. Go for it. And about how, how it was received by comic fans. A lot of people I talked to didn't like it. Mm. Like, just, like, flat out, which is not, which, like, right out, like, this is something about me. This is something I'm used to. Uh, I love all the comic book movies and pop culture movies that everyone else hates. Same, yeah. This we, is my niche. We are alike in this. Yeah, like, I love, uh, I own Ghost Riders. <laughs> More than one copy? You do own most, multiple copies of the movie Ghost Rider. With Nicolas Cage. Yeah. I own, like, the director's edition Blu-ray extended cut of Batman v Superman. Yeah. So. No, that's a, that's a good movie. No, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I loved, I loved Suicide Squad. I loved Fantastic Fours. Uh, yeah. No, yeah. This is, what, this is what I got at the comic book store. Yeah. But I stand by it. I love the Matthew Broderick Godzilla. Oh, I love it, too. I own that. That is one of my favorite movies. Yeah, like this is this is my specific niche. So yep. I mean, hey, when like, Valerian came into this like, like, I, like as as like if if you find enjoyment in that, that's a okay. There is nothing wrong with that. You know, um, there's nothing yeah. wrong with liking something that a lot of pe- 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 people don't like. So yeah. nothing wrong with but that. The, the the big reason that I like it that why it falls in that category and the same way I feel about those other movies, is that this is overall fun. Yes. Like, core word is fun. Like, Mm -hmm. they, like, I'm entertained. Uh, I may not fully understand this plot, but I'm having a good time. Yeah. And I think this is a cool adventure that I can follow. And that's how it kind of, it's the same way with, that's how I felt about Suicide Squad. Yeah. I was just about to say that is not how I felt with Suicide Squad. (laughs) (laughs) Suicide Squad was like, I don't know why, like, this doesn't make sense. He has no reason to be, be here. Why, why aren't the superheroes here? This is a world ending event, so they say, and none of the heroes show up. Come on, guys. Like, (laughs) Batman. Batman showed up. J- Batman showed up. <laughs> Anyways, fun, fun connection between uh, fun connection between Val- Valerian and uh, Suicide Squad. Uh, Enchantress is also played by the actress yes. that plays Laureline. Yes. Oh, that is her. Mm-hmm. I hope she the goes on to wiggly, do more fun super movies that everyone else. The hates. Wiggly Enchantress. <laughs> yeah. No, I dug it. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say uh, last week I pitched you a series of very very colorful movies, you Kyle, did. to sort of balance out the fact that I uh, we'd done two black and white movies in quick succession, and one of the other pitches was Speed Racer, yes, which is similarly like I couldn't exactly tell you what's going on, but this looks I've amazing mixed... and it makes me feel good. <laughs> there, I've I've heard very very mixed things with that too like there, there's yeah. people who went in and were just like i 
d- yeah, that was a weird movie. And then there were some that was like, they nailed it. They fucking nailed it. Like, that's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, which I, 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 I also know nothing about Speed Racer, except I think I might. Do I still have it? I don't know if I do. I think I, I, I found, I, I found like volume one of the comics, uh, mm. at at the dollar what? store. There yeah, there are. Spe- yes, I still have it here. It was hiding. Published by IDW. I found volume one of Speed Racer, um, and I found it Ooh. at the dollar <gasps> store. Look at him. Uh, and so I, who, uh... I picked it up for a dollar. I read through it. The art, it, it's it's older comics. Let me see if I can find out when it was originally published. Does it have any of the publishing information? Who's a, who published that, by the way? Uh, IDW. Oh, that's right. Oh, that you know that sounds like them. They own a lot of those the, the old IP, nostalgic yeah, TV the, show brands. Yeah. The, who wrote it? Um, give me one sec here. I don't know when it was yeah, originally you... published. It says. 2008 in this, but I don't think that's the original publishing because the artwork is uh, a lot older. Uh, it's written by Len Strazuski, I believe that is how you p- p- pronounce his name, and penciled by Gary Washington, inked by Brian Thomas, and I think that was the inks and stuff like that varied, but it's basically Len Strazuski and Gary Washington. Um, okay, but, I believe those are IDW in-house uh, creators. Yeah, but art, the artwork is like this super like '80s style cartoon, almost watercolor. <gasps> oh, that looks great! Yeah, like, like highly. It looks like airbrushed. Yeah. Um, oh. So it it's like the artwork is kind of like if it is in fact like 2008, like it's kind of a cool style of artwork to be like oh it looks like these old mm-hmm. cartoons yeah. and stuff like that or like an old manga or something that that uh i yeah. would have uh, found probably close to the art style of, of time jam but besides that i know nothing about speed racer so we'll put that on our list of of things we have to introduce to each other that's also another john goodman hometown hero hometown hero yes yes we're talking about this is that who i was about to ask who is the the actor yes john goodman is from missouri he's from around the springfield missouri area we were talking about this before we started recording that unless you count infinity war this is the first thing you and i have covered that has included an actor from my home state there you go infinity war includes um the gun brothers yeah who actually have a, a connection to my new my new boss at the at the donut shop uh, used to be a stuntman and uh, like did like watched like stand up from like Sean Gunn and like <gasps> hung out with the guns. <gasps> it's Six so weird, right? I want to be friends with Kevin Bacon. You you guys are one step yeah. closer <laughs> to Kevin Bacon because he also worked on an X Men film, which is a Marvel film kind oh, of. Oh, that's right. Uh, so you guys are very close to Kevin Bacon. <laughs> yeah. I'm almost ready to reach him. <laughs> My destiny I'm, is almost I'm complete. I'm coming for you, Kevin Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> After all these years, I've got, I've got your bacon. Bring that bacon on home. <laughs> that's we... what. That's the name for Valerian. Bring that bacon on home. Valerian, bring that bacon on home. 
do we have any other like final final closing thoughts um let's see kyle after having seen this movie would you would you recommend it would you watch it again at some point in your future probably not anytime near future um would you watch it if it was on yeah sure at, at least on in the back around you know um, mm-hmm. I, I, I think, yeah, like, you can go in and just have fun, uh, and watch it. I, I would say don't, don't expect it to be, like, super deep or say much. It, it, it is yeah. just this, like, hey, let's just have a fun, like, sci-fi space romp kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, so yeah. That's, that's what I would say. Yeah, it is it, it is exactly that. It is a romp. If you just want a big, glittery, glitzy sci-fi romp, and you're like me, and even if it's not great, you still love a investigative partnership with, like, a will-they-won't-they they romance, this is for you. You can have a good time. And you don't have to see it in 3D. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you see one or the other, it's the same movie. <laughs> there you go. Good stuff. Um, cool. Well, I think it is my tur- 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 turn to do pitches for this yes. week. Um, Mel, Mel, I will act as your vizier. <laughs> you, you, you can kind of influ- influence her one way or another. Uh, <laughs> I will just perch on your shoulder and whisper. You, you will tell me if you own this thing and if I can borrow it from you or yes. not. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you you ready for me to give you the pitches? Yes, I I got my pen and paper at hand. Okay, let me see here. I found the first one. Uh, So I I have three manga that we can choose from. Usually I like to mix it up uh, and do like one comic book, a movie, and something else, something else, or two movies and this. Yeah. Um, but I, I also kind of wanted to do a theme. I, I know last week you, or you were pitching, like, all colorful stuff. Uh, so I have... Yeah, I like, I like themes, and we haven't done a manga yet. We have not done... Well, what, what, what did we do? No, we, we haven't done a manga yet. I was... Yeah. I've pitched a, a couple since you've been on here. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so there's a genre of like manga and anime that I have barely dived into. The, the one that I have, I ended up really loving and like surpri- surprisingly, like it was, it's now one of my favorite animes. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm actually going to pitch the manga of that, but I'll get to that one in just a sec. The first one that I found, though, that I'm uh-huh. like, okay, I might as well just do all sports mangas. Um, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> oh. I I have not really d- dived into the whole, like, sports genre of manga and stuff like that. First one I found on Comixology Unlimited, uh, Chowdown Champs. And I was like, <laughs> what in the world is this? Is this a competitive eating sports manga? Yes. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> uh, what? So the the my world was empty until just now. <laughs> so was my stomach. Um, <laughs> uh, 
So the synopsis says, uh, the hunger for victory begins. Uh, Momotaro ah. hi- High School's competitive eating club was once a force to be reckoned with. The new c- coach, Kurotaro, uh, k- k- has c- come to restore the, c- the club to its former glory. Um, so I, I wanted to read the, th- the first four volumes of that. Manga typically okay. reads a little bit faster uh, than American comics okay. do. Um, so the first four volumes of that, I, I, I saw it as I was scrolling through what was on Comixology Unlimited. I was like, that looks ridiculous. I, I, I have to <laughs> yes. check it out. So that one is c- c- called uh, Chow Down Champs. Um, My second one uh, is Initial D, Uh, and this is the one that uh, I I watched. I I had a roommate who was watching the anime, and I saw it, and I knew about it, and he was like, dude, it's so good. You have to watch it. And so years afterwards, I ended up watching it, and the manga is now, or the anime is now one of my favorite anime it is surprisingly so good um it's about street racing um so if you've seen like tokyo drift fast and the furious that's <laughs> kind of what it is it's about this high school kid um who is learning how to street race and he ends up being this like prodigy um oh, whoops my mic just peaked let me see if I can fix that. There we go. Cool. Um, yeah, so he's learning how to street race, and he ends up being this prodigy. Um, and he, like, it t- t- turns out, it, it, what happened is that his father was also a street r- racer, so he's been around c- cars his whole life, and his d- d- dad has, mm-hmm. like, been secretly t- 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 teaching him how to j- 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 how to drive and street race without him actually knowing it it's more the like the karate kid like wax on wax off stuff um so it's like why am i painting the fence why am i you know um so he's he's a delivery boy for his father's tofu shop and he's always like challenging him to you know make the deliveries faster here's a cup of water don't spill the cup of water you know you, you know do all, all, all of the 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 stuff uh and yeah and then he starts to get into street racing and he's really good and he starts building up a name for himself and stuff like that and he's he's just like this normal kid who's just like i mean i guess i street race i don't really know yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah it's it's good it's a lot of fun but i have not read the manga uh, so I wanted to read the okay. first uh, three volumes of that. And the third pitch um, mm-hmm. is one I've seen. It's one I want to watch the anime of as well. Uh, it's a newer show, um, but I am going to be pitching the manga as well. Uh, it's called Hayaku. Uh, which mm-hmm. is the j- Japanese word for hurry. Oh. And it's a, I believe it's a volleyball, like men's like indoor volleyball oh. um, thing, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, it's their, it's their like volleyball t- t- team. Um, 
and uh, they are going about. Let's see, I just p p pulled up the Wikipedia. Uh, was initially published, blah, blah, blah. That doesn't get information give me anything about the plot. Uh, plot. Uh, ju junior high school student Shoyo Hinata gains a sudden love of volleyball after seeing a national ch championship match on TV. Although short in height, he becomes determined to follow in the footsteps of the championship's star player nicknamed the Little Giant after he sees his plays. <laughs> uh, however, his dreams are destroyed in his first official match. I'll stop there uh, so we don't read the yeah. whole thing. Uh, but yeah, so we have competitive eating street racing, or high school men's volleyball. <laughs> Those are all so different. <laughs> yes, they are. What a variety we have. Uh, well, Kyle, I cannot turn down Chow Down Champs. I was also going to advise this if you didn't choose this. Like, it has to be this one, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, it was so ridiculous. I was like, oh my goodness, I have to at least check it out and see what that is about i'm so happy you found this because they have have uh have you either of you guys seen samurai champloo it's an anime uh, i haven't no i haven't seen all of it uh so it's by it's the same guy who made cowboy bebop and stuff like that um and kids on the slope actually we did it in oh, cool. an episode on kids on on the slope um but it's it's they have an episode where like the like main like wo woman character in, in there goes to a certain city and they're having an e e eating con contest and so the whole episode is is her like training herself to be in this competition and like Ooh. eat and stuff like that it's really funny um, but but yeah, so Chowdown Champs volumes one through four, uh, I guess is what we will do for next week. Sounds good. Awesome. Sounds fun. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. So you can catch us again, listeners, next Sunday at eleven Central, twelve Eastern time to watch this live stream. If you want to talk with us about Chowdown Champs in real time. Otherwise, we are available as a podcast in your favorite podcatcher. We are available on our YouTube channel. And if you would like to support us on Patreon, yes, you can please. go to Patreon. Yes, <laughs> please send us the dollars and then we can buy bacon. We can go to Big Market and buy good virtual goods. We can bring home Kevin bacon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we can go to patreon.com slash the whatnots for just a dollar. You can support us and you can get our episodes early. Uh, if not, you know, find us on your podcatcher, find us on YouTube. If you don't have a dollar to send us, that's okay. Maybe you spend all of yours at Big Market and you have, like, cool virtual hats and jewelry. Uh, you can just leave us a rating and review, tell a friend about us, follow us on Twitter, on Twitch, on YouTube. Do we have any others, Kyle, I'm forgetting <laughs> about? We have a Facebook as well. We have a Tumblr, okay. but I haven't used it in, like, a year and a half, so... If you want to follow our inactive Tumblr bl blog, <laughs> uh, you can. I'm gonna do that right now. Follow that. There you go. Yeah, I think yeah. We're at the whatnots on most of the stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, you, you search the whatnots or the whatnots podcast. 
through the Whatnots podcast, and you can find most of our our stuff. Um, yeah, I do have a little bit of other housekeeping before we wrap this up. Um, oh, we, sure. we do have an episode. If 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 you guys have uh, recently gone to go see the incre- the Incredibles. Uh, we have an episode mm-hmm. of The Incredibles up on our podcast called The Reactor Core. Um, if you're mm-hmm. searching in iTunes or on whatever podcatcher you use, if you search the whatnots, all of our podcasts will come up. We have more than one. Um, and The Reactor Core is our kind of excuse to talk, to talk about uh, like big blockbuster movies or Netflix shows. Uh, I actually just got done watching Luke Cage uh, season two. Um, I, we won't have an wow. episode on that, I, I don't think. Um, but uh, we just did one on The Incredibles 2, so if you guys want a spoiler c- 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 cast on that, you guys can go find it. Uh, also, we were supposed to record it on Friday, but it's been postponed. Eric Mannix and I are go- going to be recording the first new episode of uh, the ca- of the Captain's Log uh, very soon. If not tonight, we're going to be doing it tomorrow. Um, so by the time you guys awesome. are listening to this, um, it it uh, will have already been recorded, um, and it, you guys will have to wait a bit to get that as a podcast. Or again, you can go to patreon.com slash the whatnots, and you can get it early. Uh, so yeah, that that is all the housekeeping that I have right right now. Be on the lookout awesome. for more. Yeah. Can I can I plug my things? Yes, absolutely. The guests can go first in plugs. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, sibling. <laughs> uh, so I first off, you can find me on Twitter at James Wilk. Uh, J A M S W I L K. I haven't spelled that before. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a new thing to get used to when you start podcasting to spell everything about you out loud. Yeah, <laughs> I I haven't been on Twitter for very long. I'm still getting used to it. Um, I also have a podcast that will be coming out later this year. We've only recorded the first few episodes. Uh, we want to get a few more under our belt before we start releasing this fall. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a actual play RPG podcast called The Midnight Tavern. Sweet. Uh, right now, you can find that on yeah, you can find that on Facebook at uh, Facebook.com/slash The Midnight Tavern RPG. The little icon will be a little black and white logo. Uh, we're on Instagram. We haven't posted that much at The Midnight Tavern RPG. Uh, did you, Mel? Did you want to talk about? Our secret project, or do you want to wait a little oh, longer? Well, we haven't even recorded the pilot yet. But I'm giddy. Oh, do you want to talk about it? Do you want to talk about our project to be? It's definitely going to happen. So. Yeah, yeah, we told Kyle about it, now we will tell other <laughs> listeners about it. Uh, we are going to start a show called Saturday Morning Obscurities. We have yet to research that title and find out if anybody else has it, but yeah. I mean, probably not. Probably not. Uh, Sounds but, fairly but original. Yeah, it's going to be us talking about uh, underrated and lesser-known Saturday morning cartoons and other uh, animated programs and young adult entertainment. Awesome. Did did Melissa mention yeah. to you that I have all the episodes of Street Sharks on DVD? Ooh. <laughs> it's, yes. it's You know she did. It's yes. fantastic. <laughs> yeah. You'll definitely be on our Street Sharks episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, so look for that at some point Just in the eventual that. future. Uh, for me, you can find me on Twitter at WilkyWit, W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. 
Uh, and if you enjoyed hearing me and my brother talk very enthusiastically about movies, um, my friend has a podcast called Trifecta, that's Try with a Y, and we recently did an episode about three movies where Hugh Jackman sings, and so we yes. watched Les Miserables, <laughs> The Greatest Showman, and a recording of his West End production of Oklahoma, and Jams loves The Greatest Showman. Yes. Yes. Awesome. So if you want more stuff like that, you can go listen to that episode from us. Awesome. Sounds good. Uh, if you guys want to yell at me on the internet, uh, you can find me at Hush315 on Twitter. Uh, and I guess if you want to follow The Whatnots on Twitter for updates about all of our shows, we are at The Whatnots. Um, I'm, I am the, the man behind the mysterious Whatnots Twitter there. Uh, you are the Wizard of Oz. I am the Wizard of Oz, yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, go follow us, do all that stuff. You already mentioned all of that. Um, mm-hmm. I guess that is it then. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. Thank oh. you for listening. Last thing, if you do want to follow along at home for next week on uh, Chowdown Champs, it is on Comixology Unlimited. Uh, you guys can go awesome. sign up for yes. that if you already are signed up and are a member. It will be on there for free. I, I mean, I guess it's not mm-hmm. really free because it's a monthly fee, but still, you know. You can read a whole bunch of comics for free if you pay them their, their monthly thing. So it's great. Great deal. Yeah. Yeah, read along with us or just explore it at your own pace because how can you turn down something called Chow Down Champs? Exactly. All right, hopefully you will join us here again next time, audience. Also, Kyle, you're obligated to join me here next time. And <laughs> How James dare knows. you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if Thanks I don't want it? You'll never see me again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we have been the Whatnots. This has been the review show. Have a good time, everybody. Bye. Bye.